Hello and welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. Hope you like our licensed music that we absolutely made and no one else made. Yeah. Luckily, that doesn't actually go on like the real episodes. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like- no. Yeah. Like the intro music we use, that's never like on the streaming services, like on the actual episodes. So if you guys follow us on Twitch, that's where you hear the, the fun stuff. Yeah. Like uh, five, like a minute of Nintendo Wii Sports music. And that's basically it. That's and plenty. Be part of our chat. It's plenty. Yeah. Anyway, this is, is Stefan. <laughs> That's Matt. Sorry, I totally talked I, over you. No, it's cool. Like, literally, a part of me was like, I mean, I, th- I was like, I think we've done enough of these that, like, I don't know, anyone listening may know our name, but this could still be someone's first video watching of us. Uh, last video only had three views. So, uh, oh, well, you know what? That's cool. Positive. It's cool. It's cool with me. Cool with me. That's cool with me, too, because this is just for fun. Anyways, but, uh, how was your, uh, your, well, actually I just saw you yesterday, so I don't need to ask how you've been. I mean, I basically saw you today. You did. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I left your house morning. at, yeah, I left your house at basically close to midnight, if not midnight. Yeah. We had a going away party for my sister. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we sat, we had drinks, we went to Whataburger. That's it. Yep. <laughs> it's still a good night though. No, nah, uh, it was fucking it was an excellent night. There was some lovely gentleman uh pulling out a gun in the parking lot nearby down in the downtown area, just kinda like, hey man, check out this gun and fucking hearing it cock and shit like that. It was like and another dude's like, Whoa man, fucking sick ass. Oh, so good. And I'm just like, Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm good for them. Yeah. You know what? I mean, honestly, they should have just busted each other's dicks out and just started, you know, jerking each other off, honestly. Yeah. Would have been way more productive. <laughs> probably, probably. But, uh, you know, uh, some new stuff. Hey, what's up? Robert is here in our Twitch chat. So what's up, Frosty Robbie? I don't appreciate how Robbie always calls us bitches. Hey, you know, what? it's cool. Um, well, first thing I wanted to talk about on the podcast is an asteroid that just missed us. Damn, that's a shame. Should have yeah, hit us. Just a fucking, actually, it hasn't missed us yet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's actually not making its closest approach to Earth until May 15th. But uh, NASA's looking at a big-ass fucking uh, meteor that's heading towards our planet. Uh, the rock is ex- predicted to be 1,600 feet wide and 1,454 feet tall. Uh, it's actually Man, the rock has really been beefing up. Is actually taller. It's wider and taller than the uh, Empire State Building, and it's traveling. Um, it's going to pass by Earth at 3.5 million miles away. But according to NASA, anything closer than 4.2 mile a million miles away from Earth is considered like um, something that we should ch- you know keep keep an eye on and shit, take a look at. Um, but supposedly, it's moving at 18,000 miles an hour. Woo, hopefully it hits us and wipes us off the fucking face of the planet so that way the human race can just stop. Yeah, well, we'll see. We got uh, three days. I don't know, Sweet. man. Do you really want to stop existing right now? I feel like I mean, I w- life's pretty good for you right now. I mean, if I stopped existing, I wouldn't really have an opinion over it, would I? I know that, but I'm saying, <laughs> like, if you had a choice, like, obviously, you're not going to go out there and use your fucking stretch arms like Mr. Incredible. What's his name? Mr. Elastic? What's his name? Anyways, Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, my God. No, John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, John Krasinski. My bad. My bad. Mr. Office Boy, right? Um, oh, spoilers, by the way. 
Yeah, anyways, you're gonna just, like, reach to the fucking sky with your stupid arms and, like, stop a meteor? No. But, I guess if you, I guess if you stopped existing right now, life is going pretty good for you, so it wouldn't be, like, that bad. I mean, it doesn't matter if my life's going good for me or not. It's just like, oh my god. If, like, the notification came on TV, it's like, the asteroid's gonna hit the Earth in, like, five days, I'd be like, okay. Am I gonna go, like, hug my parents? I don't know, probably, but then do, go do something else because fuck, fuck it, whatever. Might as well just chill out on the beach or somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, like, at least you'd go out on a high note, you know? Not necessarily. No, not I don't, necessarily. I don't have to go out on any particular note. You, you'd go out on a note that's, uh, at least you're, like, in a, a good place in life. No. You no. Stop, stop telling me how to live my life, Stefan. You want to live your life that way, you do it. <laughs> no, that's just how you, no. The, my only purpose is to tell other people how to live. Rob, no one in this... Wait, Seven, have you watched Office, really? Uh, Not all the way through, right? A little, a little bit. Listen, Rob, no one here has watched uh, all the Office shit, so get, get out. I'm just kidding. Stay. If you want. You can leave if you want to. You can stay if you want to. But Robert also your office. likes asteroids, just to be on the record. He likes asteroids. Speaking of asteroids, oh. speaking of asteroids, did you get, okay, so I've, I've stopped watching Halo officially since like episode three or four, um, uh -huh. when the show was supposed to like get better, quote unquote. Um, apparently in the new episode, spoiler alert, Master Cheeks fucks the alien chick. Good for him. I mean, the alien chick is pretty hot. I think she's fucking nasty. She's so annoying. She's like the most annoying character. So I don't know. I don't, and Rose is like, how are those two even fucking... How are those two even gonna have sex? Like they they both seem completely emotionally incompatible, and it's just like what the fuck. I don't know. Like why do we have to bring it there? Why do we have to bring it to where fucking Master Chief is fucking some alien chick? Like they really went the other way with this show, and I just can't support it anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm not trying to fucking hate. It's just oh no, maybe that, you're saying that, that about the office. Me. Yeah, maybe talking about the office. I'm, okay, Rob. But, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. Master Cheeks, yeah, he's Master Cheeks. Rob just asked, so he's Master Cheeks? He is. Yeah, he's a clapping alien ass since 2003. It's true, um, but he was clapping alien ass in a way different fucking meaning of the word clapping alien ass. So I personally think the new Master Chief is a lot sexier because he, he has sex with his alien counterparts rather than kills them brutally. So sexy. Yeah, very sexy. Uh, sexy. Fact, that's that's probably the the board meeting they had. Is like, hey guys, we want to make a Master Chief show, but how do we make Master Chief sexy? Can Master Chief Se fuck? Can Master Chief fuck? Does Master Does Master Chief have puss puss? Well, sir, we're gonna have to get Master Chief out of that suit so that way he can fuck. The fans will be upset, but we need a we need to establish by the first episode that his dick can exit that suit to insert into something else. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's exactly how it went down. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, have you seen Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, then you know what Master Chief's got to do. Gotta I fuck. feel like this the show definitely tries to be like Game of Thrones really hard. Stefan, I have a question for you. I think we've had kind of a similar topic to this before, but I want to I want to circle back to it. Do you think what is your opinion on sex cells? Do you think it's still that term still exists nowadays? Because it definitely I mean, exists. Yeah, in it, the totally, 80s. it totally exists in the form that everyone still exploits it. A hundred percent. I feel like it would be 
cooler if more movies didn't really even like care about the sexual aspect of their characters and just fucking focused on the story. But you know, in some cases it works in some cases it doesn't. So Here's um, the deal, but in the, in the, in the like general idea of like sex sells, like, yeah, I, I think it still works. Here's the dealio is that it has significantly decreased a lot. Like in most, I mean, if you think about movies from the eighties and nineties, like that shit is fucking everywhere. Even like, especially like horror movies, horror movies was the worst one that had all that shit going on. But a lot of horror movies now don't really do that anymore. And in most cases, when it does involve sex or the body, it's usually done in a uh, profound method rather than a sleazy method. Like it follows is about a demon that chases people, teenagers after they had sex, but it's not a sleazy movie per se. It's just sex is the conduit to how the monster exists. So I think for the most part, it has improved, but for the, for some of the people out there or some of the people making movies and shows, they don't get the disconnect and they still think in the nineties and eighties aspects of sex sells. And that's where they'll throw in sex scenes and are like sexy time and movies and shit. But just like, bro, Pornhub is a thing. I can watch every fucking crazy ass shit on my phone. I don't need a movie to show me these things back in the eighties when I had to pay 80 bucks for a fucking playboy. That's a different story. But now I can stream live sex constantly. I'm not getting any live sex, but I could stream it. (laughs) That's it. So that's like you, you, you put it, exactly how and yeah like you said i think we talked i think we've covered this before so i'll make my response real quick but um i prefer it when if like you said sex is used that it's used as a catalyst as to whatever the fucking plot is you know that has it has a purpose it's not just there to be sleazy and yeah totally in the 80s and 90s that was like peak sleaziness yeah especially in the horror especially in the horror movies yeah horror is bad i mean Talking about talking about horror, but good how but good horror. Um, Wait before you do that. Oh yeah, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Hold on, Rob. I'm sorry that I made comments about the office. Do you forgive me? Are you still in our chat? He might have left. He might have said "fuck you." Um, That's very possible. It's very possible. Um, But but uh, speaking of of good horror, which I hope Robert's still in the chat for this reason, um, there's gonna, there's going to be a Dead Space remake, and it's coming out next year. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. I mean, I've I've heard little things about it. I've seen bits and pieces, but um, it's a like for sure thing now, and that's but definitely it's been a there. for sure thing for passing months. Well, that's definitely up there with like one of my favorite horror games of all time. I guess over the shoulder Resident Evil type. Because that's what it is. It's like futuristic Resident Evil, if you think about it. it I mean, yeah, it basically is. Um, yeah, you like got to go get the part to make the thing work, and then you got to do the puzzle to make the thing work, and then get the door open and use your... Like, you have more abilities in Dead Space. Like, you have the like telekinesis powers and the ability to slow down time. So that it adds like a, a little bit of a different aspect over something like Resident Evil, but the way that the game goes is very Resident Evil. Well, like, Dead Space was also kind of creepier um high creepier vibes then resident evil yeah i would say so um then some of them but some resident evil games even like the older ones can be creepy in their own way um i think in the way that it gets your heart pounding you know like you got to open this door before the zombie gets you or like the liquor and like you're fucking tripping out or like mr x is on your ass you know what i mean so like Mm. it just gives you anxiety more so but yeah i would say that dead space 
hits more on the full on horror. Like I'm fucking scared. And what's funny is that when Dead Space 2 came out, I was like, okay, well, maybe they'll kind of go more the action route. Nope. They waited for 3 to go more actiony, but Dead Space 2 was like a step up from Dead Space in terms of creepiness, story, gameplay, armor, weapons. armor, weapons, which you got a lot of good shit. I mean, you you start pretty stacked in Dead Space 2, which is great, and you just get more stacked, but what I'm saying See, is that it's creepy. They still cre- keep the horror aspect around. Like the whole first intro cutscene to Dead Space 2 gives me gives me fucking yeah, it gives me the creeps to this day. Oh, when he's in the straight jacket and shit. Yeah, and he like sees the guy like pull his face apart and become one of those like I don't know, and then like he sees his girlfriend or his whatever. I don't know, it's very weird. Yeah, so Dead Space 2 um was one of the situations that it made you it gave you more powers, gave you more abilities, and usually that translates to less scary like it did in Dead Space 3. Um but it still kept a very good amount of action or horror while still leaning more in the horror like the odds were more stats against you and dead space three i really like the gun system i thought the gun system was really underrated like i get it people were upset that it's kind of took a step away from horror um that's just kind of the nature of how they had to deliver dead space Space three three also like uh, co-op or something yeah and people shit on that too but just like it became a situation as like of like why why are we uh limiting these games to genres like shouldn't we be basing it off of is it fun or not i mean because i mean aliens is a sequel to alien alien is a horror movie aliens is an action movie i get people want more want more horror fuck i love horror like i get it but uh i I thought dead space 3 was kind of unfairly shat on a little harder yeah no i agree i i love i love i love dead space 3 but what i'm saying is it definitely went more into the action genre for sure. And I mean, that doesn't yeah, mean it's yeah, a bad game or it was a bad story. It was just not dead space as far as what I was expecting, which, you know, like you always say, just keep your expectations low and you'll be impressed by everything. I never say that. Well, it's kind of what you say. No, you make it sound, you keep making me sound like a positive person. I'm just like, I don't have expectations. Yeah. Period. But that's what I take from it. You know, Oh my God! Uh, there's a certain friend of ours who said he contacted me at eleven today and just texted me now saying, "Hey, buddy." Oh, sorry. To not to, we're not going to name drop him, but just like, "Hey, bro." <laughs> and you uh, could probably assume who I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. Only called uh, seven hours late, my dude. <laughs> well, anyway. that's on you. <laughs> Why is it on me? Because it's just like, yo. What? No, he said he would call me at his convenience. He said he would call me at 11, and I was waiting for him to call, and he never did. And that's fine, because I had to work. So, you know, say la vie. Well, say la vie. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Avatar 2 is on its way. Um, Yeah, it took him 10 years to make good water physics. Yeah, they had to spend some good time on that, I'm sure. uh, Isn't that the hook? I think so. (laughs) Because it's called the way of the water, I thought. Yeah, that's the hook. Um, and like you said, it wasn't, you know, all COVID delay. Um, uh, this isn't a result of COVID completely. This is just because they took forever to make Avatar 2. But, um, you know, I asked Bria and my dad because we were just hanging out downstairs. And I was like, so Avatar 2 is on its way. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, did y'all like Avatar 1? And my dad was like, well, 
uh, and I'm like, it's Pocahontas. And they're like, yeah, it's Pocahontas. That's all it is. That is true. But I'd say, and the story of Avatar wasn't ever crazy at any point. Right. I so like I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost okay. more excited for the sequel in that, okay. in that regard. Cut me off. Bastard. Cut you off. <laughs> anyway, no, what I was saying is, uh, the story wasn't a big deal to me or anything like that. The story in the first one wasn't that great, but the setting was great. I liked the world. I liked the both military aspect and the tribal aspects, like the the world and like you know you got to fucking put your dick in a horse in order to ride it. Basically, it's like I don't know, just little that lore shit, that deep lore is kind of what hooked me into like watching as many times as I did. I've seen that movie maybe maybe once. I saw that movie. I think five times in theaters, not of my own accord entirely for every single one, but I just, yeah, I saw it five times. I think. Was that during the time you were working at the theater? No, this was when I was a kid. I mean, it came out what? 2008, 2008, 2008, nine, 2009, 2009. I was close. Um, yeah. And then also, okay. I want your opinion on this. Do you think that because the for the special effects for the first avatar were so good for the time that it almost doesn't look like there was any kind of improvements on the characters. I mean, there's, there's minor ones. Like if you look really close, you're like, okay, I can see like facial improvements and stuff like that, but they look the same. It doesn't look like that much of a gap in like definition between the previous movies, characters in this upcoming one, at least in the teaser. Right. Um, it's hard to tell because the teaser obviously isn't going to be like full quality from what we're actually going to see. Um, so I think that remains to be seen, but overall, yeah, I think the original avatar was definitely ahead of its time. Like CGI wise. Well, that's what I'm saying is that the first avatar, the biggest thing about it is that no movie looked that good at the time. It was really the highest definition thing. Also, uh, who knows if this will sell as well? I mean, I'm sure it'll, it'll do fine, but like, who knows if it'll sell as well? Because Avatar came out before Marvel Cinematic Universe, like before yeah. you had all CGI worlds, like multiple movies of that span. So where Avatar was kind of before all that and started it, Marvel's been fucking milking that baby for the past ten years. So the 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 niche of that aspect is kind of missing now. It's it's not as uncommon. Agreed. Yeah. It's it's kind of. The hype is dead, is what you're saying. Um, well, in the sense that this, where this, this one will purely have to be a good movie to sell. Yeah. Where, where the last one was a, yeah, the last one was a beautiful movie. This one will have to be a good movie, way more than the previous one was. Yeah, this better have a fucking kick-ass story, because otherwise, what is it going to offer? That's new, or just, or just some cool, cool visuals. I actually like the 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 war scene at the end of the first movie when he's like riding the giant fucking bird eagle thing yeah what was it? i don't i'm not gonna even try to pretend know, i remember the dude. name i don't know i don't know but <laughs> i am but i am i'm i'm gonna watch it more than likely i'm gonna go see it um i'll give it the time of day i, I still have been trying to go see everything everywhere all at once and um i've been trying to see doctor strange those are like the two movies i want to go check out what was the I'm sorry, what was the other one? Doctor Strange and then Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, Doctor Strange. I um I learned or I saw a uh, a clip that was leaked online. I wasn't I I don't care about I okay. I do want to see this movie because of Sam Raimi. 
that is kind right. of a pure, that is a period on that point because if it wasn't Sam Raimi, I really wouldn't have an interest, and I don't have a strong interest right now. Um, but I I did see a spoiler that happened, not to say who or what it is, but there's there was a brutal ass death in this movie, and apparently a lot of people die very brutally. Like this guy's fucking head explodes essentially, and you're like, and you, you see his eyes swell up with blood. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? So Sam Raimi bringing a bit of horror freshness to the to the MCU, and I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know I how. Heard, I heard early on that it was going to have a lot of like or, uh, horror movie aspects. Yeah, but I didn't trust that, you know, or I didn't know it's like what degree, you know, they could they could call a silly jump scare of Spider-Man poking his head out of a closet, a jump uh, like horror thing. But, uh, yeah, it it seems refreshing, and there's like a some a couple nods like the Evil Dead kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, all right, Sam Raimi, you got my attention. I'll fuck with you. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, um, here's another cool little bit well, of. Hold on, before you move on, because sorry, while we're on the topic of Doctor Strange, did you watch all of Wandavision? No. Uh, it does kind of lead in. If you, I don't know if you care about the story or anything like that, but it it does follow up immediately because Wanda is in Doctor Strange, and also Wandavision is a good show. I, I actually quite enjoyed it. It was very refreshing to watch. Cool. Well, I'll, maybe maybe I'll check it out before going to see Doctor Strange. But at that point, I'm like, well, then maybe I'll just wait for Doctor Strange to be available streaming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? It's out right now, right? Yeah, it's out. Cool. Um, well, cool piece of technology that um, Microsoft is working on right now is finding a way for people to take their old Xbox and Xbox 360 games that are physical and uh, convert them to licensed downloadable copies. Mm. And that's like especially cool for people who have a Series X, or I'm sorry, a Series S um, and no disk drive, you know? I think that's pretty cool. I mean, at least they're, they're keeping us in mind. And uh, PlayStation has released, I think, their first list of like PS2 games that are coming out um, with the new PlayStation, whatever the fuck it's called, plus premium XD... Well- before, um, so the Xbox thing, that's really interesting because it's kind of the way the CD where it used to burn CDs uh, to make it an MP3. Yeah. When, you know, CDs were kind of going out the door. So kind of kind of interesting that they're repeating that. And it's cool that they're looking into options for that. Yeah. And I mean, because I own a lot of these games already and it does suck to <laughs> put it. I, I know I sound lazy as fuck right now. But it does suck to put in the disc, especially when the game's already downloaded to my console. That's because to use backwards compatibility, it still requires an online handshake. However, with this update, they're looking at ways to alleviate that issue to where when you download the copy and you prove you own the game, whether that's putting the disc in your disc version of Xbox, whatever, to validate that you own it or finding some way to like, I don't know if they're going to scan you PCs or like, you know, you take a picture of the fucking disc or what, but um, they're saying that they're going to make that ability available to the Xbox app. So I assume it's going to be like scanning something like maybe the barcode. Um, it's kind of cool because if, if they do go with that option where you scan the barcode, you could potentially just scan a box of the game. Like maybe your disc copy is really fucking scratched up and shitty and you'll be able to just scan the box and boom, you got the game. So that's pretty cool. Um, that'll be, 
That'd be curious on how to mark. There will be ways to like mark boxes or something. I know there wouldn't be like a way if you do it on your phone or anything like that. But for example, you know, buying older games, and this is probably out the, this will be out the window with this concept. But buying old games, like when I go to buy a PS2 game or like a PS1 game, how do I know that someone hasn't already like owned that game and has already scanned it to the barcode and that barcode is no longer eligible? Type situation. I don't know. It's just it's a lot of. I'm curious yeah, I, to see I, how I'm they. I'm curious handle to it. see how they do it too, because it's like, yeah, how do you get around DRM, which is like digital protection shit? You know, how do you get around that? Um, yeah, it's it remains to be seen, but as long as they're looking into it and thinking about options, I think that's pretty good, pretty pretty great. That's a good or move. If or you have people like you that uh, took your games out of the boxes to put into a binder. And so now potentially you may not have the box for said Xbox 360 game anymore. It may have been misplaced somewhere. Yeah. Luckily in my case, I have, um, you know, a disc Xbox, but for somebody who doesn't have a disc Xbox, that is, that's a fucking issue. No. Yeah, totally. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Oh, like, um, another way they were talking about, about doing it because they released the patent or something for it is that you put the disc into your computer. But like, how many computers have fucking disk drives? I don't have a disk drive. I have an I external one, but I. Had to buy I mean, it I do. I do on my Mac Pro from like 2008, but on on my my MacBook and my PC and everything else, I do not have a fucking disk drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, totally. That's valid. So, what was the thing you were saying about PS2 or PlayStation? Well, PlayStation's coming out. Uh, well, they they're talking about they've released a, a list of some PS2 games that are coming out uh, and PS1 games that are coming out. It's um, not confirmed, Anything huh? Anything good? Uh, yeah. Uh, it seems like they're kind of starting slow, and then they're going to have to build up to whatever they have because I believe the first couple of PS PS2 games are going to be like the original Dr- Grand Theft Auto tr- Grand Theft Auto trilogy. I can't fucking talk tonight. Um, another one is like 1080 snowboarding on the PS one. I think Spyro on the PS one. I think the crash bandicoot series was another one I saw. Um, Oh, Bushido blade is going to be on there. Some game called shadow shadow, something shadow tactics, maybe. Oh, know. like Jack and Dax or two plus. Oh, well, Jack and Dax already has like remakes and shit. But like I said, it's an unconfirmed list. It's just somebody posted it up on Reddit earlier today, but I didn't save the fucking list. I just have it in I my mean, notes, but um, the list I'm looking at says the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Hell oh yeah, no. my dude! Holy fuck! What else is on there? Oh no, you know what this is? This is like the current list. So like, I think you can get these things on PS3. Never mind, outdated. Outdated. Okay. That. Okay. Cool. Um, but PS5 also has announced that they are working on a new iteration of the PS5. Whether that's like the Slim or whatever they want to fucking call it, the PS5 Pro, they're working on it. Nice. Um, okay, I found another list that this one looks. This is probably the leaked one you were looking at. Does it have like Shadow something on there? Shadow, Shadow Warrior. The Shadow the Hedgehog is on there. Maybe I don't know. No. Uh, I see Tekken Two, Mr. Driller, Tekken Worms. Two. These are all PS One and PSP games. Okay. Uh, hold on. Where the fuck is? Fuck it. Whatever. We'll find out at a later time. <laughs> Yeah, we'll know when we know. So that's it. Um, 
my last topic that I have on my list for today's episode is uh, the Pixel Watch, the Pixel Phone, the Pixel Tablet, and the Pixel Earbuds, or Pixel Buds, as they're calling them. Pixbud. Have you seen any of those designs? I actually just saw the watch uh, last night. It's it's nice. Um, definitely taking a note from Apple, but it's elegant and it's cool. It's definitely like, wow, that's, this is kind of what I wish an Apple Watch was. I wish it was circular like that. <laughs> Yeah, it literally looks like a fucking raindrop hit a quarter and it's just kind of like, you know, that water bubble type situation. Yeah, totally. Like where it's the surface, the like whatever they call it, surface tension of the water is making like a yeah. lens on top of a quarter. Yeah, totally looks Not- like that. It, it It's very classy. I'm like, fuck, I want one. Even though I don't even have an Android phone, I don't daily use an Android phone. I'm still like, man, that's so nice. I wish Apple I really had like- done that. I don't really like the look. I mean, it's, it's cool, but... Not I usually prefer like a rim or something like that. You know, from using the Apple Watch every single day, I really like it. It's comfortable, whatever. Um, but that like square design of it where it looks like just like a mini iPhone on your wrist is kind of annoying. And I don't feel like it goes super well with a bunch of outfits or is as low profile as it possibly could be. So when I see the, the Pixel Watch and it's that circular, classier design, I feel like it will go better with style. And That's, that is watches, watches are about style. Like, yeah, you, they're functionality for sure. You look at the time. But we all got fucking phones in our pockets. We don't need to have a watch anymore. It's just we, we, we wear them for a fashion piece. And I, I just think that that, circle, that circular design looks old school and it looks more classic. And I, I fuck with it. See, that's the thing is like right now I have a, um, oh, what the fuck is this thing called? You I have forgot. a, you have a Samsung? No, no, no. I had a gear for a little while that I use and I end up getting rid of it. I have a, uh, like a workout watch essentially. Like it's oh, not a touch fit, Fitbit watch or something. Not a Fitbit Gar- uh, I think it's Garmin actually. Um, but it's, it's not touchscreen. Like in order for me to start workouts or like go through music, I have to use the like fucking five buttons there on it and i actually prefer that i actually uh i didn't really care for touchscreen just in the sense of like there wasn't really that much of a necessity like if i'm going to get a text i can just respond to it on my phone because my phone is in my pocket at all times and i i don't know i just i i think i liked the simplicity but i do still like the tracking for like my workouts and like walking and stuff like that so i don't know if I don't know. Maybe I will get one of these down the road or something like that. Or, but I do agree with you that these are all just basically fashion statements. Yep. Yeah. They're going that way for sure. Yeah. I mean, what I did like about this watch is that I can load up music to it, leave my phone behind when I go for like a run. That's that was nice. really and, and fucking I, cool. And I feel, I kind of feel bad to myself sometimes about using like a really expensive item. Like I'm looking at this, uh, I'm looking at the, pixel watch right now and i'm like if this thing is like over 500 dollars. i don't want to fucking sweat all over this i don't want to work out with this thing on i'm like, sure it couldn't be that much because like the newest generation apple watch is 300 you never know you never know i mean any any company could do a fucking sony ps3 move at any point <laughs> 599 US dollars. See, I need a fucking soundboard, bro, because that's that would have been a perfect place to do 500. Why would you why would you have had that loaded up? Because it's just funny, like 599 US dollars. Like if you say something's really expensive or it's like, well, that's way too much money. You'd be like 599 US dollars. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like it would have been hilarious if you if you did have it. Do you know the meme uh, I'm talking about? I mean, you're quoting the reveal of the PS3, aren't you? Yeah, and he's like Ridge Racer. You remember that one? I love that quote too. It's great. Uh, Stefan, go ahead. Your your turn, buddy. I told you I'm out of topics. That was all of them. No, it's like thirty minute mark. Oh shit, my bad. Fuck. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thanks. This is the middle part of the episode. It's not quite over yet. Uh, that remains to be seen. But you guys can follow us at or go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com. That's going to link you out to anything you want to listen to us on. If you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts or fucking Spotify, Google, whatever you listen to, wherever your podcast people are at, add us to that list because we do this weekly, at least at this point, pretty much. <laughs> we've only missed one episode in the past fucking like six months. So we've been doing really good. So um, go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com and give us a pat on the back uh, because uh, we, we don't do it to ourselves enough. I can't reach. I'm firmly inflexible. And Stefan doesn't like touching my back anymore after the last time. Isn't that right, Stefan? Stefan. Yeah. Why I were mean, you so quiet? Because I thought I was holding down the right key to talk, and I was talking the whole time, but obviously I wasn't transmitting. Obviously. You um, fool. Uh, yeah, since that thing like came out of your fucking back and grabbed my hand, I'm not cool with it anymore. I, You know, I tried... My dad told me that, you know, with his genetics, I would probably have back hair. He didn't warn me that it would be sentient. Hey, um, watched a movie recently called, it had that army hammer guy in it and it's like a horror movie. I don't know if you've seen this fucking thing. Uh, um, the, is it like where he's, uh, like rotting or something like that? Um, something like that. It's called, fuck man. I'm trying to look at it right now. I'm trying to pull up his movies. Uh, wounds. Uh, wounds it's called wounds yeah yeah that's a weird ass movie it was it was like it almost was good but just did so many things so shit that i was like no yeah that was kind of odd one um i was watching uh oculus the other day did you ever watch oculus oculus rift no you idiot (laughs) no i then no i never watched oculus (laughs) No, I didn't mean that. It's just it was such an easy joke, and I was ashamed of you for taking it. I know. I was joking right back. You're fine. <laughs> the Oculus movie is no, I haven't seen it though. Oculus 2013, not super old, but basically the concept is uh, this dad gets a fancy mirror placed in his house. Um, shortly afterwards, he, the mother dies, and the dad goes insane, and the son shoots him. And ends up in an insane asylum for like 10 years until he's pretty much, uh, or not, yeah, until he's like 21. He comes out at 21. And his sister, who lived everything with him, has been hunting down this mirror and is trying to get her brother, who has kind of come to terms. Like, because as a kid, he thought the mirror was evil, but he's come to terms saying, like, the mirror wasn't evil. My dad was just not well. But the sister, you know, says, no, the mirror is definitely evil. We're going to just, we're going to find proof and then destroy the mirror. And it's basically them, um, you know, trying to prove that the mirror is evil. And what I really like about it is it spends a lot, a lot of time really delving into 
is this legitimately an evil mirror or is it actually all psychological? And it actually does a pretty good job of it. Like the explanation that are given on both ends are both like very compelling. Like the movie could literally go either way. In my opinion, the ending can still leave a little bit of interpretation, but it certainly leans heavier to one decision more than the other. And that's kind of the only gripe I have with it. But it's a, it's a very good movie. It is produced by the WWE and is way better than deserves to be weird. And, uh, but it's directed by Mike Flanagan who did a haunting at Hill house, midnight mass, uh, the doctor sleep movie. Like he's done a bunch of really good shit. Nice. Uh, so it's on, a. It's on Hulu. What's it so called? One more time. Oculus. Oculus. Got it. It's on Hulu. So if you are on a kind of Hulu kick and you want to watch a creepy movie, I think this one does a very good job. It's got some. Uh, it's got one scene where this girl's eating an apple, but it's not really an apple. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you'll like it. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. But then also with by Mac, Mike Fine again. I already talked about this show on a previous podcast. Midnight Mass, uh, watch Midnight Mass. It shows I love that show. It's probably one of the best shows I ever watched. Is it creepy? It's it's creepy, yeah, but it's good. It's incredibly good, well written, and has a very good take on like religion, before life, afterlife type situation. Like it, I when the show ended, like I felt emotional. I felt I was like I felt like I watched something that meant something, which was really nice and refreshing. And uh, there's. It's not going to be a second season. It's just one and done, which is like, fuck yeah, great. You have That's a story, cool. beginning and over. Have you seen uh, the show Miracle Workers? No, I've never heard of it. You should definitely check that show out. It has uh, Daniel Radcliffe in it and Steve Buscemi, and it's written and produced. Oh, by God, Bruce. no. I watched the fucking first episode and turned it off. It gets better. I, I hated it, dude. It was so, like, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Maybe try like the second season or the third season because every season is a completely different story with completely different characters and completely different roles. It's like the same actors, but they play different people. You know what I mean? Entirely. So the first season is kind of like they're in an office where they answer prayers and like God is Steve Buscemi. The second season is they're all in the middle medieval times. Um, Like, you know, uh, I guess you'd call it like the... uh, Whatever. No, like the, I'm looking at it right now, like medieval times. Yeah, yeah. for sure, medieval times. Um, and the like, you know, like, Steve Buscemi's now like one of the other person's dads, and like Daniel Radcliffe is the king. It's really fucking funny. They just switch roles all the time. And then the third one is like Oregon Trail, where Daniel Radcliffe is a preacher, and uh, Steve Buscemi's like an outlaw, but but like a wanted one who. I don't know if he's like actively wanted or if he just used to be like a bad dude and now he's trying to like make up for shit, but great show. Um, the amount of variety that they offer like for every season. So like if you're, if you didn't really vibe the first season, maybe just going right to the second season would be more for you. Cause it's, it's, but like it's the same writers, like doesn't right? matter. It's still tone? doesn't No, not the same tone at all, at all. Like second season is more about how like, king the king isn't really like smart uh daniel radcliffe isn't smart so his dad is like really trying to like run shit for him um and daniel radcliffe kind of is just trying to get a glimpse of like real normal life out in the medieval times you know big surprise normal life really fucking sucks and it's scary and shit people are like die and stuff 
Um, well, but Stefan, a setting can be different, but like what I didn't care for was like the tone and like the dialogue and shit. Like it's different. It's, not, it's still different. Con- all I'm saying is the concept is like interesting. Like the fact that like, the first season starts off, like the world is potentially ending unless they find two people that could like fall in love. And Daniel Radcliffe plays a guy who's like doing like incredibly super tiny miracles, quote unquote. And I'm like, I actually, that concept is like what made me check out in the first place, but fair enough. I will, I will check out a couple more episodes. I'm a firm believer though, that I, I will not judge it off the pilot. I will try to get through a few more episodes first, but if the first season cannot grab me, I will pretty much not watch the second or third season. Cause that's just not how my brain will work. It will not allow me to move forward with the show. If you can't get me with the first season, the second season has such a dope intro though. Like, the first season's intro is kind of lame, but the second season intro, like even if you just watch, you should just watch the intro for the second season and see what you think. Cause nope, it's never definitely one of my favorite. Intros. I'm getting out. Sure. I will. It's definitely one of my favorite intros of like all time. It's really cool. I will, I will uh, check it out. But yep. speaking of fantastic intros, I think I mentioned this last night. Uh, I started rewatching Portlandia. Oh shit. Oh, I God. missed that somehow. Bet one of the best. I may have said it to uh, your brother instead, but I, I thought I meant anyway. We literally just started like the first episode yesterday, and god damn, my girlfriend who I was watching with, she said, um, you know, the intro does not match the rest of the show at all, but it's still a fantastic intro. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's like a skit show, and then like the intro makes it feel like you're about to watch some like really deep shit. Yeah, it does. But it's, yeah, like you said, it's a bop, man. Such a great intro. It's the same as, uh, and it's funny because my one of my other favorite intros of all time is the Always Sunny in Philadelphia intro. And it's basically identical to the Portlandia where it's just shots of the location that the show is based around along with some very interesting music. Yeah, it almost like it's almost like super chill, even though the show is. isn't. And Portlandia is kind of the same way. It, it feels like it's super chill, even though it isn't. There's, it embraces the fact that you do not have to become super emotionally invested in this show and either show, both Always Sunny and Portlandia. It's not one of those situations that like, oh, stay to the next episode to see what happens or there's a fast approaching ending that's going to happen. It's like, nope, some, we're just going to entertain you, bail, and then we're going to entertain you again next week up until our cancellation or the show ends. I'm like, wonderful. I'm down for this. <laughs> yep. Well, anyways, uh, I don't know. Do you have any more topics? Yeah. So the doctor called about the growth on my back. Oh, okay. And, and what did uh, he say? He said it's uh, definitely positive that the growth pierced his lung when he was observing me. And he is probably going to die. But he, he did send me some pills to kind of reduce the swelling a bit. Well, that's very good. Very thoughtful of him. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> actually, it's actually kind of a kind of acting up right now we should we should probably end this pretty i know it's pretty early but uh no i mean it's okay we're, we're close enough i mean we're 45 minutes out of the hour today's episode is a little shorter i'm 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 moving my sister yeah, fucking three to hours away tomorrow so Definitely. it's starting to grow we should probably all right guys well uh maybe remember to go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com Devin, all right in the episode it's it's uh. okay Matt, be sure is, to check out the Empty Glass Podcast at www.theemptyglasspodcast.com. Okay. And check out our other episodes whenever you have the free time at Spotify, Apple, yep. 
Podbeam. Yep. And then join us next week for a potential Twitch video. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Good night. Sleep tight. Um, you have the last word. But, 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 but whisper it real quietly. Oops.